0: You are listening to The Estheticians Earning More Podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 54. Welcome to The Estheticians Earning More Podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome back. Happy Friday. How are you? How much fun was Stormy's interview last week? Gosh, that was really fun. If you've missed it, go back. It's episode 53. She's so honest and vulnerable. It really, if you are struggling in your business at any point of your business, it will really help give you the motivation you need to keep going because man, sometimes you need it. Business can be really hard sometimes and that's just part of it. Okay. So today I am going to talk about my number one question I get from my tricky script Mondays. It used to be tricky script Sundays, which actually flows off the tongue much easier But I've stopped working weekends completely, so it's now on Mondays, which is I basically post a question box on Instagram stories and you can tell me your tricky situation in your business, whether it's with an employee or a um, a client or anything in business related and I'll give you a script on how to handle it. And the number one question I get is something along the lines of, my client wants to use this product from Amazon or... Sephora or Ulta or the drugstore, and I don't know what to do. So, hold on to your hat, people. Grab a cup of coffee or tea if, you, if you're like me. And let's dive in. Before we do that, I'm going to tell you about my free 100k challenge. Hey, do you want to make 100k? Do you want to make 100k in your business for 2022 or in just to pay yourself? Like you've made 100K as profit before taxes. Do you want to make 100K in your business? I want to help you totally for free. I have two different ways you can do it depending on which goal you have the 100K make and the 100K pay. Both of those links are going to be in the show notes. Um, And you get a little formula that I've created. And then if you're not already in my Facebook group, you can join my Facebook group where I give out free coaching. Um, And sometimes I do like live coaching that's free to help you get that goal. Both formulas are very simple to follow. Um, The only thing that's hard about it is all the drama that your brain creates. So that's what the coaching is for because you guys can do it. I know you can do it. So if you're interested, link in the show notes. Okay, so I may have told this story before, maybe in my in the My Story episode, which is the first episode of this podcast, but if I haven't or if I already heard it, I'm just going to tell it again because it's really important for today's episode. So I worked for someone else when I first became an esthetician, and she wasn't really big on selling products, even though she definitely had products to retail. She just had a lot of guilt around it and a lot of like nervousness around it, and that definitely came onto me as well, which was actually a relief because I was so f- afraid of working for a company that they had a very like strict, you have to retail a certain amount per person and like those kind of sales quotas, um, which I totally am against. And I'm not at all for, I'm so glad I, that was not her because I think that would have really been hard for me because it, that's a totally different way of selling. This is the not the way that I sell skincare. And, um, so she didn't really care if I sold skincare. And so, I noticed, you know, a lot of my clients would have the same problems. I didn't really start working with acne right away. It was just, you know, people with just, maybe they had a little bit of acne, but nothing like super inflamed or um, severe. And a lot of them, you know, had blackheads and just kind of wanted some exfoliation. And I personally, before I even became an esthetician, had found the Brighten Up Enzyme Scrub. I think it's what it's called. You may have heard of it. Some of your clients may have used it. I actually think it's still a good product. It's like a physical and chemical exfoliator. And I have really sensitive skin. And it was great for my skin because it, I could use it on my skin and it didn't irritate it. And it really did feel like it was doing something to my skin. And so I sold that like crazy except I actually didn't make any money off of it because we didn't carry it because it wasn't something that was sold to estheticians wholesale only. You could get it from them or from like one of those subscription services, which is how I found it. I forget which which subscription service, but you know what I'm talking about, like those beauty subscription services. You could sell it through, buy it through them. So I used to tell people all the time, like, go buy it. this. You need this. This is where you can get it. And I would tell them, like, don't buy from Amazon because we never know, like, what kind of quality of products. But here's the other websites you can buy it from. They'd always come back and be like, oh, my gosh. I bought that Brighten Up thing. And it's so great. And I absolutely love it. And their skin had improved. And it was amazing. And I was so good at selling it. Um, and... I, it, it what, what was good about that, is it kind of gave me confidence that I knew how to tell people what to buy for their skin. And then I could start selling cleansers and seeing that people would have good results with the cleansers I recommended. And I kind of like dipped my toe into skincare and then fully got comfortable once I started doing face reality on my own a little bit later. But okay, the reason I tell you this is because. I've a couple things. One, it was really easy for me to sell skincare that I didn't actually sell, right? Because I didn't, I really felt like I was helping and I wasn't, even though they were buying something, they weren't buying something from me. So I felt like I had such a different energy when I talked about it. And also I did not want them to buy from Amazon, right? Because Amazon is dangerous sometimes depending on what products they buy. Okay, so the reason I'm telling you all this again is because when we... When our client is using products that we don't recommend or from places we don't recommend like Amazon or maybe the drugstore or whatever, St. Ives, Scrub, whatever it may be, um, we take it to mean a lot about us and nothing about them. Or if we do make it about them, it's usually not very kind. It's kind of like they're cheap or they're um, clueless or it's it's kind of like a really – achy feeling when we think about it so if we use the example of the brighten up enzyme scrub thing that I used to sell like hotcakes technically that wasn't like a professional product and people, people got results from it I didn't make any money from it and people liked it and obviously I bet you some people still buy it today if I had to guess was my clients that I saw back then Um, and it wasn't like, there wasn't anything wrong with them using it and getting professional treatments. Like I was still doing peels and like, you know, good enzymes on them. It was like, it was okay. Now, fast forward to when I did started doing face reality, like eventually I, at first I let them kind of supplement with other things. And eventually I was like, no, we have to only use what I'm recommending. You can't go out and use whatever cleanser or SPF that you want. Now there's not a problem with any way that you approach selling skincare. So you can do what I did when I first became an esthetician and like they can use whatever they find as long as you know it's like legitimate. Um, if it's not causing irritation or um, you know clogging their pores or whatever, like if you don't work in acne and it's like, you know, they're using a moisturizer that like isn't your favorite, but it, it works for them and their skin type. It's not a big deal. That's totally okay. And if they decide to do that and you decide to do that, there's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with your business, there's nothing wrong with them. Like I really want to like demystify that. Like that, oh, that's unacceptable. If you work in acne, like I do, and a lot of people who listen to this podcast do, it doesn't always work. It most of the time doesn't work when they kind of use their own products that are quote unquote acne safe. The main reason it doesn't work for me in my business, and I just tell my clients this flat out, like I would talk about this all the time on Instagram. Tell them in their consults. The reason it doesn't work for me is because I need to have complete control over someone's skincare since we're introducing these actives and the treatments and the and all the things and the extractions. And I know the face reality products so well that I know how to change the routine if need be when I see certain things happening. And if you're using some random, quote unquote, safe cleanser, quote unquote, safe SPF, I don't know really how that will affect the routine and I need to have control to be able to really know what's happening. So for me, it's not like a, it doesn't mean, I'm not taking it as an insult that they want to use other products, like they don't trust me or that they um, are cheap or that they um, think I'm not good at what I do or that they whatever, whatever like story we tell ourselves of why people don't buy skincare from us. Like that isn't even part of my conversation with them. I don't really think ever think that it's like, and I definitely worked hard to get rid of those beliefs. So I definitely had those beliefs, but it's like, Hey, like I get it. Like you, like, this is the industry, this is the age that we live in. Like TikTok, reels, you know, influencers it's so much fun to go shopping at Sephora. I love shopping at Sephora. I'm mean, being like, Ooh, I want to try this beautiful package of things. And I even tell them that like, it's so fun to go skincare shopping. Like it's great. You know, however, I cannot maintain like the knowledge of every single line and every single product in that line. So I just don't do it. So if you want to be in my acne program, you got to be on the routine. That's just kind of how I spill it out. What I did also, I also did facials for a handful of clients. Cause I would kind of slowly let go of doing facials as my acne business grew, I let them use whatever they wanted as long as it wasn't like something super crazy, like the same knife scrub. (laughs) Then I was like, you can't use that. That's not good. (laughs) But for the most part, if they weren't having any like severe dryness or whatever, it wasn't, it wasn't a problem for me, but that's me. It doesn't, it's totally okay if that is a problem for you. And so that's something that I often will write in the scripts is if in your business you have decided they have to use their your skincare to see you, whether it's a facial, a peel, a whatever, then that's just what it is. So then you tell them like before even they come in, like it's part of the, you know when like when they sign up for the appointment, like in bold letters, all clients must be on skincare from esthetician in order to continue getting appointments and getting treatments. Like, it just is what it is, kind of like how it was with me in the acne. It's like, this is just what it is. It's not, there's no, there's no drama around them wanting to buy from Amazon or somewhere else. There's no, it's not personal. There's no, um, it just isn't a thing. It's like, I get that's why you want to do it. It totally makes sense. It's not an insult against me and you got to buy my stuff. To, to work with me and there's so many estheticians like how I was with facial clients that like it wasn't a big deal if you didn't use the products I recommended that it will totally not care if they don't use their products or just we'll sell them a serum or whatever and that's fine and there's plenty of people out there that are like that now you may say not in my area I'm the only esthetician within 20 miles that's fine but it, you're not like you don't have to create a business that works for every single person in your town. It's only for the people in your town who also want to do what you do. It's the only people that you need to serve. There's going to always be people that are like, no, but I want your business to do this for me. Like, oh man, I don't do that. Like how many people have always like have started, especially in the last six months, reaching out to me on this business saying, Hey, I don't have any clients. Do you have any tips on that? No, I don't have any tips on that. It's not my thing. <laughs> and I just tell them, like, here's who do I recommend. You know, in the person I recommend, they may not work for them or whatever. I don't know. It's not really a thing I do. I don't really spend any time thinking about it. And I don't really – it doesn't hurt my feelings or frustrate me if someone asks me that. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't do advertising. But here's some people I know that do. I hope that helps. And that's it. Like, it's just not – it's okay. It's totally okay. The problem – though is that you take it so personally. It's like it really wounds you and it and it can confirm a belief that you may have about yourself that you're not good at what you're what you're doing. You shouldn't be selling skincare. There's there's a belief under that that it stinks, that it like it pierces when someone wants to use an Amazon product or something that they found at Target or Sephora or whatever. There is some belief that you have about yourself as a business owner, esthetician, whatever, that when they say that, it hits that nerve for you. So I think it's really important for you to figure out what that belief is so you can totally release it and believe like, no, that people just, this is just the world of today. And it probably will change, (laughs) you know, how people approach skincare. It's different than it was even five years ago. And it just is what it is and it doesn't mean anything about you or your expertise or your knowledge or your training. So I'm going to tell you a story. The last time that this really stung, it hit a belief for me that I didn't know was still there. And it wasn't that long ago. It was actually right before the pandemic hit. I, um, and I'll tell you, I'll kind of give you the whole story so you can see why it was like a little more complicated than just like a normal new acne client coming in and, you know, wanting to work with me. So I had one of my neighbors, I had like, become friendly with and like tried to get to know her and she had visible acne I never it was that person that would talk to people about their acne because I felt it it didn't it was it always kind of would be very awkward if I happened to bring up I did acne so months would go by I never really told her like what I did and eventually kind of it came up what we do for work and I told her I'm an esthetician and she said oh like what what does that mean and I said oh, I work on skin and she's like oh really but like tell me more And I was like I work actually with acne and she's like and she's like oh you recognize I have acne I was like yeah you know it's it's totally normal. It's a, such a common thing, whatever, whatever. So then over time, like she started following me on Instagram and started to, you know, she could see my before and afters. And I, you know, I, I also, you know, I had developed a kind of a friendship with her, right? So I was kind of excited to be friends with her and to know her and have that neighbor. Um, and it was like, oh cool. Like if she happens to come in, that's great too. I really didn't, I really wasn't like invested with her coming in. I was pretty busy. It wasn't like I was in the, like the space of needing clients. And so she told me she was going to schedule an appointment. If I remember, it come like that. Like she was basically telling me she was like going to come in, and then she, I happened to see her like out out of the house, and she asked if she could ask me some questions on my acne program. And this was mistake number one. And I knew better, but it it was someone that I was I was friends with, and so it's like, yeah, I mean, my friends can yeah, ask me about my business, and I like will give them answer their questions, right? Like it's not a. I'm doing something for them, right? And so the next thing you know, like 45 minutes later, I basically did a consultation with her and I should have stopped it at so many points. But again, I kind of felt like I um I really couldn't figure out that line of like, are we is like she asking a professional opinion right now, or is she just wanting to be my friend and like learn more about what I do? And of course, you know, halfway through that, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm now giving her a free consultation. What's happening? I don't know how to get out of this. <laughs> so we, anyways, they, we basically, I start to try to wrap the conversation because I realized what's happening. And then she tells me somehow the products come up and she, I I say like, oh yeah, you like I, the way that it works is everyone has used these products. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh no, my mom's a cosmetologist. So I'll just use whatever she, she, she can get you know, wholesale. And I was like, oh, that's, I'm sorry. I know that that sounds like a really good idea. And I totally get it. But unfortunately, like you, you gotta use my products. He goes, well, it's okay. My mom will just, what, what's the name of the company? I'll just have her create an account with them. And I was like, you know, honestly, even if she did create an account with them, if you were my client and you came in for treatments, you'd have to use my products. And she was like very frustrated by that and it kind of ended. And I honestly, like every time I saw her Again, it was a very awkward interaction and then we ended up, COVID hit and then we ended up moving and that was that. So why do I tell you this whole story? Because when she asked, when she first mentioned that her mom was a Cosmo, it stung, like that her mom was a Cosmo and she could get products. And then when she was like, no, 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 I will have her, whatever company it is that you recommend and products, I will just have her go out and buy them, create an account and buy them for me. It really hurt (laughs) and I think it hurt because I wanted to be her friend like totally outside of doing skin and it just felt like she had taken all of my time for free and then wasn't even gonna buy products for me and like basically was telling me how it was and that not that was not how I did my business. That's how I did it at the beginning. That's not how I was doing my business at that time. So the reason that it hurt is because I completely lost control of the situation and I completely like I was working for free, right? I was giving her advice, telling her things, working for free. And then at the end of that, she was basically like, yeah, I'm not going to work with you, which is totally fine. But normally when that happens for me, they have already paid for the consultation. They pay me for my time. So if, like, if they're not going to work with me, it's totally okay because that's part of it. And I actually want them to tell me no if it's not for them. But I had done all this work for free. So what I'm saying is the story for you is that If it's stinking, you may be doing a lot of work for free not even realizing it. That means like you're DMing back and forth with them for months or weeks before their appointment and answering all their skincare questions, right? Then they come in and you finally do a treatment with them and then they're like, oh, I'm not buying that. And you're like, are you kidding me? Like (laughs) I've told you already, this is the deal. And this is like, I've already answered a thousand questions for you and it feels like of course they have to buy the skincare because you've already done so much work to help them. Like how how would they take also advice from you? And then now it comes to buying skincare and they're not taking your advice. So then it becomes so personal and it, it really hurts, right? But if you don't work for free, you aren't giving out free advice in DMs. You're not solving people's skincare problems, recommending products through DM, doing any of it. Then when they come in for the appointment and they're like, oh, no, I don't want to buy that skincare. You're like, oh, no worries. It's fine. Like, but just so you know, like if you want to come for future appointments, everyone's got to be on skincare. So let me know if you'd change your mind. It's totally like you just made that. I mean, I would make, I do $150. as my consultation. I just made $150. It's fine. Like I'm the time I spent with you, I got my money's worth, right? The energy I put into you, I got paid for that time. I wasn't DMing you for six weeks, Answering every single question under the sun just for you to spend a hundred dollars with me and then we never see you again and you're not buying product. So you see the difference of or like you just maybe ask me like how do I book and I give you the link to book, and then you come in for an appointment. You decide you're not going to buy skincare and you go and you go away. It's like okay, whatever they change. It's not for them. It's not that big of a deal. So you can see like the time and energy investment is so much littler, and. You get taken care of because you're getting paid for your time. So it's not a problem if they want to buy Amazon products. Not an insult to you. Don't work for free. Be really clear on what you do and don't do in your business. And allow them to make their decision and really truly know none of it is about you. That is it. That is it for today. I hope that was helpful. I hope this is a break breakthrough for some of you. Cause I think it is if you can really approach it from a business standpoint, not a in a personal standpoint, it really will change the way that you operate in your business, which is what I do in my coaching. Another great segue. <laughs> so right now, the way that you can work with me, I'm gonna tell you the three different ways. One is my one-to-one coaching that is a 90-day program for a burned out esthetician who's like very booked, exhausted, and really needs a complete overhaul of their business. The other is my acne specialist mastermind It's a group esthetician coaching program for new acne specialists who want to become confident. And that's an eight week program right now. It is closed and full. You can get on the wait list. The link for that is in the bio for the next one. And then the third one is also something I'm developing that will be announced very soon, which is an, another um, group coaching program for advanced estheticians, not necessarily acne specialists, but advanced estheticians who are booked, busy, and are maybe looking to hire or, or to move on to the next steps in their business and are looking for a community to support them with that. So stay tuned for that. And you can also sign up to be notified when that is launched. Maybe have a fantastic week and I will talk to you next week. Bye for now.